Welcome to episode 122 of Nobody Special. In this episode, we talk about parenting during COVID and prophetic dreams. The Gospel Post presents Nobody Special. Hey everybody, welcome to Nobody Special, two nobodies talking about the somebody who matters. I'm Danny, the host and news anchor of Nobody Special. And I'm Caleb, you're the host of Nobody Special. This is a podcast where two generations of people talk about God, pop culture, politics, and everything in between, all in the taking of it to <gasps> Hello, Caleb. Hello. I just had to get through it. I can't. I can't today. <laughs> well, thank you for uh, doing it. So, yeah. Caleb, is, is there anything going on today, the day this podcast comes out, on July 3rd? I don't think so. Nothing? Nothing. I mean, I was just reading up on some history. It's funny because I oh, was yeah? looking at some uh, some of the stuff that was happening back in uh, the Revolution times. Yeah. I've it's never been interesting. a big kind of a history buff, so um, I kind of need to brush up on have it you a ever, bit. Have you ever heard of Alexander Hamilton? What? The $10? Founding father. Is he on the $10? Without a father. I really don't know. Is he on the $10? He bill? got a lot farther by uh, working a lot harder. Uh huh. Being a lot smarter. Was he a lot smarter? Wow. I'm forgetting the rest of the I lines. know. <laughs> it's so hard to do I know these music. lyrics, but I cannot confirm. The $10 founding father without a father got a lot farther by. Working a lot harder by being a lot smarter, but being a self-starter. By 14, they placed him in charge of a trading charter. And every day, while slaves were being slaughtered and carted away across the waves, he struggled and kept his guard up. Inside, he was longing for something to be a part of the brother. He was ready to beg, steal, bargain, or barter. Then a hurricane came, and... Crap! <laughs> See, now I'm losing the music again. The game. Yeah, the Transformers. Devastation came. reigns. <laughs> there were robots in disguise. <laughs> no, uh, uh, Disney Plus is streaming Hamilton. Yes, and it's all right. I'm excited because there's no way I was going to get tickets to Hamilton. First of all, there's no way I was going to get tickets to Hamilton, and then the COVID nation attacked, and there was no <laughs> way I was going to get tickets to Hamilton. <laughs> So I actually think it's let pretty alone dope. affording them. Right? Uh, I'd have to pay them or no they I mean a full I'd month's have to, rent, please. to pay them to be an usher at at the, yeah. at the performance. And I'd say be like, I'm sorry, I'm on the usher package, it still costs me eighty bucks. Like yeah. and now I work here. It's a horrible arrangement. <laughs> um no, I'm I'm excited to finally see uh, this uh show. I haven't seen it. Or yeah. heard a lot of the music. The only music I've, I've heard tried to make Danny listen to it, but by won't. singing it to me ceaselessly. <laughs> yes. No, I I enjoy a lot of uh, musicals. I'm actually kind of excited about it. I'm gonna be. It's really good. Watching it and yeah. See, Hamilton was my high school, with along with all my friends. That mm-hmm. was what we were obsessed with. Yeah. And it was my thing that I listened to during work, on long car rides. Mm-hmm. Like, if it was over two hours, I was listening to it on a car ride. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just so good. Yeah. And the thing that's great about it is even just with the music, you can follow along with the story right. that's going on, which you can't – I feel like you can't do that oftentimes with Broadway stuff. 
Um, like there's a lot of other ones I've listened to where mm-hmm. it's just there's so much time that happens in between. Yeah. Um, but from what I yeah. understand, a lot of most of Hamilton is just music. So yeah, yeah. Like a few of the other um, musicals, I I can barely tell what they're about just from playing the soundtrack. Right. Um. You know, Cats is one. Did you seriously just bring that up? Well, Cats, I have no idea. <laughs> I've I've heard a lot of the music. Ugh. I can't tell you what that show is about. And well, I mean, I had yeah. someone explain it to me, and I was like, I would have never gotten that from the music, and I feel as if that's kind of important to a, a musical and even um, another one i enjoy listening to is the the waitress i think is what it's called but like even with that it's like i can kind of follow along but there's just not that many songs and so it's mm-hmm. like these huge time jumps in between it's like oh she works at this diner oh my gosh she's like leaving her husband or something i can't even remember the story but like it's it's crazy but yeah. Yeah, Hamilton is just so good because I I remember I made my mom listen to it one time on a car ride. She was able to follow along and and the thing I I think I brought it up in um one of the past podcasts pretty recently is like it's just like shows you how real I feel mm-hmm. like people were back then that it, it yeah. humanizes them yeah. more than like making them these great idols. Right. Which is cool. Um, right, cuz it turns out people have flaws and Yeah. Exactly. Good things, and they're not just right. Sing- yeah. Gosh, who would have thought we would have needed that message this week? But, no. <laughs> um, no, I'm 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 excited about that. I actually enjoy the stories that can be told through the uh, musical aspects of it. I mean, probably my favorite is Into the Woods. Um, yeah, it's a phenomenal show. It's a great yeah. story. I I've enjoyed it every time I've seen it. Um, so I'm hoping this is the same. But uh, the other thing I actually found out a few weeks ago is that Jonathan Edwards' uh, grandson was um, Aaron Burr, who who shot and killed uh, Hamilton. It's literally the other main character. In I Hamilton. had no that. idea they were connected. A Jonathan Ed, yeah. I mean, I mean that guy Even is, in is the, a, a church father, basically. I mean, right. In one know, of Lin Manuel's, but... in one of the songs in Hamilton, mm-hmm. um, Burr talks about it. Mm-hmm. My father was a fire and brimstone preacher. That's what he says. Yeah, which isn't incorrect. I found out. It's <laughs> yeah. like, I oh oh, this is a guy I've done papers on and didn't. Yeah know about Aaron Burr and um I think he was kind of to a certain extent kind of the 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 part that we know he's not invited to the barbecue kind of a thing like mm-hmm. no he we don't he's not a part of the family if you know what I mean so wait you said it was his grandfather or his <sighs> father I think it was his grandfather yeah I think how do they have different last names uh a mother Oh, 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 that's right. <laughs> yeah, so, interesting. Let me check. Let's see. Aaron Burr, he, he, his mother was the daughter of Jonathan Edwards. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, that's his grandson. And she married a preacher as well. Yes. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah, pretty crazy. I never thought there was a connection between yeah. the two because um, Jonathan Edwards w- would not have agreed with Aaron Burr 
on I would say a fair amount of things. So I mean, there's a big difference between them going through the other topics and that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, um, it's it's really interesting. So I'm gonna have to dig into that a bit and just kind of a nerd out on a theology church history end. So yeah, that'll be fun. But I'm I'm pumped. This is great. I appreciate that they're putting more stuff on Disney Plus now because mm-hmm. what that w- w- there was the Mandalorian and Hamilton <laughs> and yeah months have gone by and then Hamilton they put out special uh, features on the Mandalorian and said like that was cool uh, this will tie people over till uh I only watched the first episode but it was interesting because it's all about filmmaking mm-hmm. goodness mm. and now I did catch a few of their uh uh games they did uh-huh. they are hot garbage like is they're trying too hard to give it kind of a an edge to it um or or kind of this odd quirky character they there's a quirky character in a game show and i'm just like why do you need a guy who's pretending to be a bad a robot that makes puns this doesn't make any sense at all and it was it was painful granted it was geared towards kids but i was like what is happening? Like, what is going Danny on? Watching a kids show. Listen, sounds about right. <laughs> we've been inside for a lot. Danny's been watching. The floor is lava. I have. I wait, <laughs> did we talk about this last episode? I don't think so. I think we talked about it a bit, Maybe. and you didn't want to talk about it. It's it's just not good, mate. Like, it's just not good. What? You I, love it? No, I don't. Yeah, I, you do. <laughs> I enjoy watching it in order to like pick on it. Um, the these they brought suspicious because I watched an episode with you and you were sitting there like a little boy, stargazed. Ah. Were By we the watching one host, different things? The one host. No, because that's the guy from from not Grand Theft Auto, uh, Top Gear America. You leave leave you leave him out His of this. His lines that's, were the worst. Well, yeah. it wasn't funny. It was terrible but that's puns. Rutledge. He's he's nice. I like I like Top Gear. Top Gear's good. Rutledge. I'm sorry, bro. Get them to write you better scripts. Oh, absolutely. Better they need better scripts. I'm behind. Even though on he could have been behind writing this. I don't think he was. He's too busy Top Gear in it. Top Gear. Anyway, uh, so I'm I'm excited for that. Uh, Disney Plus is finally starting to put out more content, which I'm happy for. Especially um, for all those parents during COVID. Times. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> hey, that's a great segue. That... Why would you spoil it? You just made my segue known. How dare you? Even though I do it to you all the time. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> I knew what you were real? thinking in your head. For Sorry, real? your face. So uh, a, a v- video has gone on the internet of um, Dr. Claire Wenham being interviewed on uh, a British Broadcasting Channel about a topic. Now, because of COVID-19, uh, all the interviews are taking place on Skype or some kind of something. And mm-hmm. in in the background, as this, the doctor is talking about the spread of COVID, um, um, her daughter comes in and starts putting up a, a picture on top of a, a bookshelf and stares at it and then goes, no, and moves it to the other bookshelf and just goes, oh, mommy, because they're British. Mm-hmm. Ma- a mummy and she's like hold on not right now sweetheart um and and it 
it could have been one of those times that it's just cringy you know, where yeah. mom like panics like oh, oh my gosh and then someone kind of panics and comes in and gets the child but yeah. they all played it off cool uh, the the uh, the newscaster goes oh tell me her name it's Claire or I don't I don't know the kid's name that'd be weird yeah. if she named the kid after herself <laughs> whatever I guess it happens a lot anyway um, Claire uh, um, and and starts talking to the kid and says I I think that picture goes good on the on on the middle kind of the shelf and so the kid takes it puts it there and then comes back and like hey, what's your name and yeah. then starts this conversation and it could have been this yeah it could have been this cringy type of thing and instead mom kept cool the newscaster kept cool because we all know where we are yeah so i actually thought it i mean this entire thing i was just like oh that's a cute kind of right fun story that was very needed during COVID times. Right. Because, um, man, there's so many just terrible things out there that I kind of needed just a mom that was just... Wow. That scared me. I forgot yeah. there was a dog in here. Danny's dog sitting right now. Uh-huh. Oh, are, are we just going to keep oh, going? Oh, yeah. We're, we're going to keep, keep going. going. <laughs> And we're back. Sorry about that. The dog was barking at my neighbor. Uh, so, kind of an ironic part yeah. where the mom could maintain composure, but we, we can't. can't. <laughs> we have an inability to do that. Um, no, it was just, it was cool to see this kind of a, you know, the mom stayed calm, the newscaster stayed calm, everyone stayed calm because mm-hmm. this is just a new stressful time for everybody. Right. And people work from home and have children. Yes. And, and I mean, I got to be honest, I'm, part of me is tired of parents having to apologize for their children. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No, no, I get that. Like, everyone understands, hey, there, there are calls. There, there. Everyone is at home. Everyone's office is at home. Yep. Um, all of us are trying to figure this out to do things uh, that that no one has done before to figure out balancing jobs that are 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 going out that aren't going out. Mm-hmm. Um, do people have jobs and now they're homeschooling their kids and all this or or they had been homeschooling their kids and um, I just. I gotta tell you, I'm I'm tired of parents thinking they have to apologize for their kids, right? Because I I know it's hard, and I have a lot of sympathy for that. I do. Yeah, and people, I feel like almost everyone gets it too. Yeah, They're like yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. So like, and nobody. Yeah, I mean, I feel like people people generally enjoy kids and understand mm-hmm. what it's like to they were a kid and to have kids yeah. around you know so like that's yeah. super cool to see yeah like someone just kind of like the especially the newscaster because mm-hmm. he could have been like this made is it serious awkward trouble. You're, 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 yeah you're, exactly you're, you're, someone gonna come get your child this is the bbc but that shows it how professional mm-hmm. you know he is yeah it, and kind it, it was professional by not being professional do you know exactly, what i mean yeah it was it was it was just an understanding that there are more important things going on than our jobs. Like I I am blessed to have a job. I'm blessed to be able to go to it. I'm blessed during this whole time that my job didn't stop. 
mm-hmm. it shifted a lot. Uh, right. I picked up a lot of new things and still picking up new things and doing all that. But but also, I there's this thing I've tried to encourage uh, parents in is that um, as, as a Christian, you're kind of the first primary ministry is at home. Um, it, to be there to raise children that love God, yeah, and and do that, and 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 if I don't get that good, if I don't put the effort into that, then there isn't another ministry after that. There's that first thing that I got to get first, and then the the, uh, the other stuff occurs after that. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, I'm not trying to say if. Uh, if kids aren't behaving, then don't ever serve in church because then honestly we're never gonna serve in church again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but but at at the same time, understand that kids are important. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I'm I'm proud of all all the parents I've talked to because as as all as as all this thing started, uh, um, a few of them they made statements that I just kind of. I thought about and smirked a bit because I kind of, I, I had a feeling it was going to be bigger than the thing everyone thought it <laughs> it was planning on being. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a few people that in February and uh, March uh, they said this whole thing's going to blow over quick. It's just a small thing. It's not that big of a deal. And uh, so, yeah. so I know a few people who said that that I kind of laugh at them a little bit, like here, here, uh, <laughs> you were wrong. <laughs> Yeah. But at at the same time, um, a few parents they made statements of 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 after understanding their kids are going to be homeschooled after spring break that they have to figure out how to homeschool. They went, I I'm not sure how I'm going to do this, mm-hmm. and I don't think I can make it longer than two weeks. And I just stopped and said, like, that's funny. You're going to be fine. Yeah. It's, I, I'm not saying it's going to be easy because it's not going to be easy, but you are able to do this. And it, it's been cool um, watching parents actually enjoy their children. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, was, I, was, I was talking to a friend of mine and they were uh, – they I mean they did the homeschool stuff. Granted, they kind of said like, well, I'm not doing that part. That's a stupid part of homeschooling. And I'm all about that. But they um, – they had extra time to be with their kids, to get to know them, mm-hmm. to to just be together, right? And 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 care about their kids in a different kind of a manner. And I just, as an encouragement to parents, yeah, do that. Put the tasks aside for a bit, and just get to know the kids. Right, you spend time doing their goofy stuff and playing and their even, games, and I feel like even if you end up like hating each other by the end of it, mm-hmm. you, you're gonna look back at that after, right. you know, they're all grown up, right, and be like, that was a good time, right, that you got to just spend with your right. kid, and you know, may not seem <laughs> fun yeah. at the time, but yeah. like, I I could only imagine. I mean, I don't know what it's like, but just being having time to spend with your kid. Well, it's it's is important. It's kind of the same thing that both of us have gone through of being with our parents, and then one day they move. Now, granted, you, mm-hmm. your parents and I fought a lot. Um, yeah, well, and that's because I'm a me. 
but also because I got it from them. And I, I just I want to be clear <laughs> make where that clear. came from. No, uh, no, because I make statements like this. This is why we fought. Uh, but then after they uh, moved, I just kind of thought it's like I could have been more thankful of the time I had. Right. Because after it's gone, it can't come back. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. And, and at a point, parents, these kids are going to go off to college. They're going to get married, maybe. Um, give you grandchildren if you're my brother, and or give you stress <laughs> if you're me. I don't know. Uh, so uh, th- yeah. they're going to do these things and go off, and you're going to wish you had more time. And it's stressful and hard, but it's also a weird blessing to be able to have this time. Right. And I think, yeah, everyone goes through that when their parents, Mm -hmm. you know, you finally, finally, (laughs) when you get away from them Mm -hmm. and then it's like, wow, you like just think back on all the times you spent with them and all the times that you were like super, yeah, like ungrateful for things. Right. Even though they were like sacrificing yeah. a ton for you. <laughs> yeah, they were super chill about the whole thing, yeah. and then you kind of get an apartment and something breaks, and they're not there, and you're like, oh, yeah, I got to do this. I had yeah. um, the first day I was in my first apartment, um, I had a lot going on then, too, but I I made a uh, uh, a frozen pizza just because, like, I wasn't in the mood to cook, mm-hmm. you know. There's was, was a lot going on. And I I put the plate and the pizza thing in in the sink to wash it, and I thought it's like I had this kind of a moment of, oh my gosh, I'm the one who has to wash this. Right now I was planning on doing that, but it was uh, this idea of there is nobody else that's going to come and wash this because I live alone. Exactly. Yeah. And and that kind of. That was a weird kind of a moment of like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know? And, yeah, I think that it's super – and I feel like why parents are so chill about it is because mm-hmm. they – I feel like everyone goes through the same yeah. thing. Like, and they remember like, you know, they'll be thankful one day. Right. <laughs> um, they'll learn. <laughs> they'll Those learn. turds will learn. <laughs> um, so, like – yeah. Yeah, it's super cool. And, yeah, like, you made a good point that it's never going to be the same. Right. You know, like, there's never going right. to be a time where I'm, like, living with my parents again, probably. Or, I mean, well, who knows? at my age, there's probably still who, very good chance. Who, at this point, who knows? <laughs> yeah. 2020 be feeling weird, you know? But, like, it's, yeah, it's never going to be that same where you just go home every day and they're there, you know? Yeah. But. It's a depressing but kind of nice thought at the same time. Oh, yeah. And then just to parents, I mean, first of all, check check out the clip of the mom who doesn't bat an eye but just like keeps going like, her name is Claire or whatever. Um, I mean, check out the clip because it, it's kind of endearing to just go through. They're talking about a serious topic and mm-hmm. then it's just this brief kind of a moment of and life goes on. Right. You know, but then also be encouraged to just spend time with uh, your kids. A person put out an article and in, in the entire premise it was that parents occasionally making a, a mess of the house and having to clean it up is 
better because of the uh, memories it's going to create in a, uh, a, a kind of a grander scale that they've spent time, you know, they had a shaving cream kind of a fight in the kitchen and it, it was a pain to clean up, but that's a, a moment of bonding that those kids are, are going to have, mm-hmm. you know, decades to come. Yeah. So, I mean, just be encouraged to do that and enjoy your kids. Um, cause they're, you know, people have been finding out that their kids are actually pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, I've been encouraged by those stories a lot to just talk to parents that are going like, I actually, I enjoy my child now. And I'm like, wow. Okay. That's kind of neat. <laughs> so kind of mean, but cool at the same time. <laughs> I, I've heard, I, I've heard that's uh normal. Um, yeah. I, a guy was telling a story after he had his first kid. He said, a person came up to him and said, at some point, you will think about drop kicking this child, and 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 they were an infant. He's like, no, I, I, I will never, I will never have that thought. And then at, as it turned like two or three, yeah. they just something in his head went drop kick the child, and he's like, no, no, whoa, that man was right, you know. Like everyone goes through, don't do it, but you know those thoughts I've heard are kind of uh, normal because it's this person it's kind that you of have terrifying. to, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but as I'm a kind person of who works in students, have yeah. you never had that kind of just like I I punch a, him in the face and let him know who's boss? Like I have a nephew that I don't even have to spend all of my days with. <laughs> we call him Hurricane Hugo for a reason. Hugo, Hugo's a trip, man. I yeah, love that kid. He's funny. Yeah, so uh, they're so cute. Anyway, though, but I—I I mean, as far as being able to move back into a parent's house, man, who knows? Twenty twenty's been hitting a bit weird, and it's possible mm-hmm. it might begin a, a bit weirder. So, um, another thing that has been passed all around the the, the, the internet is a uh, video by Pastor Dana Coverstone. Yes, I think that's his name. Um, claims <laughs> that he had a prophetic dream, actually three over the span, starting in December, another in January and February or something like that. Uh, February and then another, a few uh, in June, I think. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, and uh, so he doesn't do this often or ever. So he he taped it to put his story out there. People picked it up. They passed it all over the internet, and now a whole bunch of people they've commented on it and kind of weighed in on on their thoughts and and to be honest at, at this point we have more questions uh, than answers because uh, this guy's claiming it's a prophetic dream and people aren't even positive if they think that's a thing um so now all of our questions are are prophetic dreams real mm-hmm. how do we handle this and are we all going to die uh that was kind of the 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 big thing yes he, <laughs> yes um, you are Part of his first dream, it was essentially, as he's claiming, predicting uh, COVID. And and, the riots. And then, yeah, everything in June. Um, And and the third dream points towards um, a bigger thing occurring in November that everything's going to hit the fan. Including, um, in his dream, it was... (sighs) Pretty crazy. Yeah, Russian and Chinese militants essentially have taken over the country, mm-hmm. uh, and 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 out of this pastor's perspective, he feels as if the church is being called to brace themselves because 
things are going to happen. Yep. Um, and it doesn't appear they're going to be the promises of health, wealth, prosperity, and cake. Uh, and this sounds really demented, <laughs> but I feel like we could kind of use some of that right now. <laughs> what, health, wealth, prosperity, and cake? No, the opposite of that. The opposite of the American gospel is what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, it's super interesting stuff. Like, you should Best watch like the now video. sales are going to go down. Um, like, I think, <clears throat> I mean, obviously, yeah, you can debate whether or not it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, my kind of opinions are kind of pretty mellow in the fact that, like, the Bible tells us to you know, be prepared, Mm -hmm. but not to think on it a lot. You know, like, that's not what we should be thinking about. Right, right. Um, Keep your your eyes on Jesus Mm -hmm. and know that I believe if this were to happen, Mm -hmm. obviously this is crazy. This is bad on a lot of levels as far as just, you know, our lives being completely flipped upside down. Right. Like, just change forever. Like, it's going to be, it would be different. Um, like I'm already saying it's gonna like it like it's gonna happen. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But so like what I think that it could bring really good opportunities mm-hmm. um for the kingdom of God to grow even more. Right. Um that's just my view on everything. So as far as these kinds of dreams go, because, I mean I tend to run in a few kind of groups that are very skeptical of this kind of thing. And uh this guy's dream, Pastor um, Pastor Dana's dream, and I'm okay calling him Pastor. Sometimes I will not use someone's title, but that's because I feel they haven't earned it or deserved it. And wow. If, yeah, no, absolutely. So go check out all of our episodes and figure out <laughs> when I haven't done it intentionally. Um, <laughs> but I, I, a couple of of the the problem I have on these kinds of things is that they tend to say it's prophetic okay mm-hmm. so we're using that term incorrectly in my opinion or like according to my perspective on this that people tend to say a prophet and a future uh, kind of a fortune teller are, are almost interchangeable that um a prophet can s- s- see the future it, it it tends to be how people view that, and that's not the best understanding on a biblical perspective. You know, go to the Old Testament. The uh, 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 the prophets they actually um, they were closer to attorneys mm-hmm. in that they they brought up the old covenant, the agreements made between the people of God and God, and 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 they brought up the specific context of that agreement and told them, hey. Um, and I'm paraphrasing a ton, but these actions are a breach of contract. The consequences of that is that God will do this. However, if you do this, God will not enact the consequences of the contract. Mm-hmm. Um, now, now, granted, that's a I feel like sloppy mischaracterization, but that's pretty... basic how prophets functioned. Yeah, I mean, but it's important to note that the the contract per mm-hmm. se has yeah. been completely changed since then um, right right so like 
that's really not how it would work nowadays. I don't. I mean, I'm not even saying I know what it looks like. If well, you know there's what I mean. there's the but, uh, the new covenant. Exactly, there's yeah. a new covenant. Yeah. We're not, you know, within Old Testament times. Um, right, but the office of prophet isn't changing that drastic as far as function. Just the covenant has changed, and and they're bringing up the 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 covenant in in a context instead of viewing a prophet as I am predicting the future. And mm-hmm. and that's kind of the problem I have is that people tend to say a, a prophet is someone who predicts the future. And, and it's like, no, that's not how that is I at mean, all. I mean, ish though. I feel like it's an important aspect. Like you look at, um, I mean, I don't, I don't really remember which one it was, uh, but you know, he, he was doing what you said, um, you know, like you right. have crossed right. this line. Now, here's what's going to happen because sure. of it, which is telling the future, basically. Um, uh, I, w- I won't I mean, go that's that. literally what he did. <laughs> no, no, told them what's going to happen, but that's kind of different than a person predicting the future. That's kind of the difference I'm trying to well, get at. Well, not predicting is the future. Exactly. They're getting at the the specific context of the kind of enactment of the covenant. Um, they they're doing covenant work in a specific context, and um, I but just I mean, I'm I'm cautioning against this idea that prophets they're these kind of mystical kind of fortune tellers because then those people that are actually doing that type of thing are very spiritually dangerous. Um, right. And, and I mean, I'm, I, I don't think that's what it is at all. But, I mean, it is no, important to note no, that... No, people do drop that term prophet in that kind of a manner, and it's it's no, dangerous. I, for sure. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that's what a lot of people think it mm-hmm. means. I mean, I think that there are aspects of saying what's going to happen in the future in a prophet. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's in much more of a... I feel like much more of a confident manner. And the thing that was interesting about this is like... He was like, this is what the stream said and mm-hmm. did predict this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm not sure if it's predicting this. Right, but like, right. I feel like, I mean, it sounds weird, but like if he was truly saying something that was going to happen that mm-hmm. God was warning us about, um, then I feel like he would have been more confident and yeah. God would have been more confident or like prominent i mean not confident but prominent in telling him what it was in order that he would be more confident you know right and but i'm not trying to know. claim that this guy's a false right. prophet exactly. I'm, I'm, same. I'm not going down the false prophet and he's thing. and he's even like yeah. kind of the same he's like i i believe this mm-hmm. is what god is mm-hmm. saying and the, from what i know and spending time with christ mm-hmm. like this sounds like god's voice mm-hmm. so he's he's more like i'm just putting this out there sure I wouldn't even say it. like he didn't call himself a prophet. I don't think. Sure. Um, but, yeah. And, he didn't say any of that, which makes me more comfortable. Like, right. People are trying to label my, him. My prophet warning is a it's 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 the term. Actually, I don't think this guy is being that off base. Mm-hmm. Um, but people tend to just drop this idea of prophet as they go into this trance. They get a thing like, "You will meet a red car." Who you know the scene from Harry Potter just, where she's yeah. like touching the orb? And she's like, "Yeah, you will yeah, yeah." That. People tend people to <laughs> view prophets as that, and that isn't the thing that it is now. Mm-hmm. With that said, there is clear biblical statements on 
dreams and v- visions and them actually carrying weight. Right. Um, there's actually which a, I feel like is more what this guy is saying. Yeah. Um, it's a passage in Acts. Do you, it's in a two uh, seventeen through twenty one. Do you want to go ahead and read it for us? Yep. And in the last days it shall be, God declares, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and and your young men shall see visions. Your old men shall dream dreams. Even on my male servants and female servants in those days, I will pour out my spirit, and they shall prophesy. And I will show wonders in the heavens above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the day of the Lord comes, the great and magnificent day. And it shall come to pass that everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So at first I was just going to include the part about dreams and visions because it's the most applicable to this topic. But anyone that kind of stops there I think is being irresponsible to the text, and I'm just going to say that because 20 – one is very important that and it shall come to pass that everyone who calls on the name of the of of god will be saved and Mm -hmm. it's it's this idea that all right these things are coming prophets are going to prophesy there's going to be dreams going to be visions but also uh, the spirit will be poured out on all types of people Mm -hmm. and i can't go well well they're just uh, a this kind of person, so I have to. No, nah, they're possibly not gonna. There's no way. I can't do that. The spirit goes to all of them, mm-hmm. in, including to the servants. Um, and, and all of us are made kind of equal on that end. It, and then it'll come to pass that everybody that calls on the name of God will be saved. Mm-hmm. Um, but this idea of dreams and visions comes up often especially during uh, difficult times i mean people have been quoting acts 2 you know since uh, nero well not nero because that they're still working on acts but people have been quoting acts 2 i mean a- anytime anything goes bad and a person gets a dream they're like is this it is this the end times right so i'm i'm trying to be f- fair to this guy but Part of part of the skepticism I have, and I do think there's a healthy amount of skepticism, is that the the things were quasi specific. A few of them were specific, and a few they're just you know something will happen in June or something. I don't know. It well, just no, felt... he went into specific in June. I thought it was November. Uh, well, that one was specific. Well, all right, but that's the the one we can't actually verify at this point. Right, so, exactly. So, so that's so, – so I have to go to the past and kind of the uh, the first uh, dream, it, it was kind of a bit vague. I'm not saying wrong, but um, – um, You know. They, ish. I'm trying to be fair to it, and also... I mean, he said that he saw people with masks and headlines that thousands were sick, mm-hmm. and, um, and that he saw uh, protesters mm-hmm. and people surrounding buildings on fire, and... Yeah, I guess I'm, I'm just cautious of confirmation bias, because, I mean, there's a sickness going around every year or something. I mean, 
there, there's always something. Do you know what I mean? So I'm yeah. I'm, I mean, I I'm get trying it. to be fair to it, and at the same time, actually think about it. And and I guess that that's part of the encouragement I I'm I'm giving is, um. To me, this is good enough to ponder on and actually take a bit, mm-hmm. but uh, not to become scared of it. Do you know what I mean? Right. I mean, he did say also walls within the city, which I think he was trying to refer to Chaz um, or whatever its new name is now. But yeah, I mean, it, its it new is, name is now it Seattle. It is vague. Um, yeah, Chaz <laughs> is, is now no more. Did, did they actually take it? Yeah, over? yeah, yeah. It's oh, down. Wow. Yeah. I haven't seen any headlines. <laughs> yeah. 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 Correct. Um, now we're back to coronavirus. So, I mean, basically, summer of love. I think. Yeah, I, I think the best way to take it is to know that. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it sounds super lazy, but knowing that the end times are coming, therefore let's let's preach the gospel mm-hmm. um, and get. God's work done, mm-hmm. and and worship God because we're able to do so still. Right, and I think that that's the important thing, and I I think it is important to listen and consider. Yes, I feel like that is the yeah. best way to put it. Um, keep an open ear, consider the things people are saying, even mm-hmm. make small things to prepare for some of these things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I I think that's fine, but like. As long as you're not losing sight of, we need to get as many people saved so that they can worship God forever and have a relationship with Him. Sure. And uh, knowing that that is the sure. number one priority. And there's, I mean, there's a difference between like prepping and then being a prepper. You know what I mean? Right. Like, there's a certain extent that that is based in fear. Um, mm-hmm. And in uh, this guy's dream, to be a hundred percent fair, is it's it still comes under the authority of scripture and if there is a part that contradicts scripture then scripture wins at every turn period full stop end of sentence mm-hmm. I, I don't care if that guy thinks well but I I really thought it was God it, it does not matter scripture uh, carries uh, the authority on that now there isn't anything I can tell in contradiction but um, all these things they they need to be able to be interpreted by scripture and not contradicted. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and end times stuff tends to be pretty clear in scripture of keep worshiping God. The end. Right. Um, it's going to get bad and now praise God. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, I know people that they've gotten scared of this kind of stuff occurring so that they've gone into the mountains to get away from people and that kind of thing. And I guess I understand it, but if every Christian did that, that strips out any chance of an area coming to Christ. And maybe the place we're needed most is in the middle of it all in order to demonstrate our faith and hope in Jesus Christ. Yeah, I think that's that's true. I mean, we should not be governed by fear. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that it is. it can be scary, um, but knowing that, like, this is not our home is something right. that's been sticking out to me lately in my head. Um, and I was reading this kind of post on Facebook that was basically about, like, you know, this isn't our home. Yeah. If we die 
we'll be home. Yeah. Um, until then, we're not. Right. And, and knowing, just don't get too comfortable. And right. that's why I say listen and consider um, what people are saying. Um, you know, I think it is important to to protect your families, to do all those things for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but like understand what the main goal is you know we can't right. lose sight of what needs to be done right in the kingdom of god just because you know we're trying to defend america right um right yeah that that was one of his conclusions i kind of disagreed on um and i'm i'm viewing that as his interpretation of his dreams so that he thought it's in christians best interest to stockpile guns and ammo uh and and i'm like <laughs> like midwest got a midwest you Let's know just what i mean some yeah. cigars all right uh, yeah right now the 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 problem in that is you know just like jesus would um like stockpile a bunch of ammo like i don't there there's there are clear cases of mandates to protect the home, as in uh, not the property, but the people inside of it. You know, the first right. a ministry is your family, period. Um, and then there are also some very clear biblical mandates to be willing to die for your faith. Mm-hmm. I mean, it tells them like... Um, John fifteen, John fifteen thirteen, uh, greater love has no man than this that they would lay their life down for their friends. And mm-hmm. I, I, I know this is Christ talking about Christ, kind of telling them, "Hey, I'm going to give the greatest thing I can give, and it's me." But um, I think as as Americans, we've kind of grown comfortable being able to quote that and say, "It's like, yeah, of course I'll do that," because right. most of us will not be asked to cash that check or didn't actually th- oh, kind of think about it of, yeah, yeah, I'm, I, might have, I might have to die because of this thing and then get uppity if Facebook kind of deletes a post. And uh, I was like, that's too offensive. Well, now you're just infringing on my freedoms and all that. I mean, yeah. there's a point that we have to be okay to say, like, I might die because of this thing and, and take an honest time to think, like, if I'm asked to give up this, or if if I'm going to be killed because of 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 Christ, is that okay? Because yeah, if if half of of this guy's dream actually does occur, that will happen to some people. Yeah, I mean, two communist countries taking over America. Mm-hmm. One of them is. Very not fond of Christians. Both um, are not. Both, yeah. Both are not. Uh, yeah. Like, and I think the thing that keeps on popping up in my head, not as a literal sense, but kind of as a metaphorical, is Hacksaw Ridge when he's like... Didn't see it yet. I haven't seen it either. I've seen oh, the... <laughs> I know what it's about, <laughs> though. And he's, yeah. you know, he's praying to God that he just would allow him to save one more soldier. Mm-hmm. And yeah. keeps on crawling back into this... Yeah, you know, battlefield and pulling him out. Right, and you know he ends up saving a lot of people, and mm-hmm. I feel like that is what I'm praying for my mindset to be. Right, not only if that happens, but right now that like yeah. God, just one more. You know, like yeah, that's what it's that's what it's all about. Um, is is making the party in heaven bigger, and yeah. and like like I said before, you know, it's 
this isn't our home. Mm-hmm. And and it's hard. Like I, that is going against everything inside of me. I would love to just live the American dream, right? To to do my film things right. and create movies right. and and die with a bunch of money. Mm, doesn't that sound great? Mm-hmm. Like for sure, right? But like knowing that that's not what we're called to do is super important. And mm-hmm. knowing that, you know, being able to pray to God just one more and I think that that's that's an important thing you know that we're we might die because of it um or we might be persecuted verbally by people around Mm -hmm. us but knowing that one more person in heaven will right will be saved right and spending time with God is what it's all about right I mean this is the part I get nervous about for American Christianity is we get upset at the most basic of verbal persecution mm-hmm. when in actuality we have not seen any form of justifiable persecution in a long, long time in history. Right. Um, and if this is our crumbling point, then it speaks to our faith being almost non-existent. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know that sounds crazy harsh, but if if that's our point of, oh well, things aren't okay because I I can't go on Facebook anymore, okay, then your God is too small, mm-hmm. and your faith is not there because there's so many things that are going to happen that the message of Scripture is, but who cares because death doesn't do anything to you anyway, right. Yeah, I mean, it can be degrading slowly and minimally, but yeah. that's about it. Yeah. Like, sure, you, you know, we're all, we all get somewhat, we won't admit it, we'll all get someone, somewhat upset when someone doesn't like us. You know, yeah. like, doesn't matter how much you don't like them, but you're like, ah, somebody out there doesn't like me. Right. Because of what I believe. Right. Um, But, like, that's about the extent of what we're experiencing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 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 So I, I mean, for, for this guy though, for Pastor Dana, I, I'm actually the the more I think about it, the more I end on a, um, I I I I end up at a place I didn't think I was going to end up at. We need to give this one a chance a little bit, mm-hmm. and brace a bit. Yeah. Um, but to not be fearful, and I think right. that's the bigger distinction is. The mission, the mandate for, for Christians, for Christianity, that has not changed at all. No part of that changed. However, there is this mm-hmm. thing that could occur that we need to be prepared if it does. And I think instead of stockpiling of food and, and, and guns and ammo, our first thing is if there is a, 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 a difficulty in getting into scripture this is the first type of prepping that needs to occur is being in the word of god every day mm-hmm. uh, because that is our spiritual food i mean that's yeah. our our spiritual nourishment that if i have the word of god then i have the 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 command out of god to bl- to bless and 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 build me up Right. Um. In in pride of being concerned about getting bread, I need to have the bread of heaven. Yeah. And I think that I mentioned this earlier. Like, 
if this were to happen, you know, like mm-hmm. it would be interesting because I feel like we'd be going back to closer to what, like the early church was like. Yeah, where people are, where Christians meet in a small, yeah, you know, kind of secretive groups. Yeah, um, for church, and it goes back that we're not like these huge corporate gatherings right. anymore but it really shows our strength in numbers right. and small groups and in prayer yeah and people i feel like would be hungry mm-hmm. for the word of god if this were to happen mm-hmm. um i think a great number of people would be saved uh, uh prior to taping there's actually a really good point that you had made about um the effect of COVID on on that type of thing that Mm -hmm. as far as being in doing church at home um, we now have an unprecedented amount of training in doing that right Um, and that's a a phenomenal point that I wish I was smart enough to have said (laughs) just it yes (laughs) I made a really good point before we tape it no I mean all right I'll I'll be honest. As far as like teaching style goes, I may, I, I, um, my personal style is I'd rather tell you. That is, I, I'm yeah. a horrible kind of discussion guide. Through that, I would <laughs> rather get up and just talk to a hundred people instead of trying squeeze through a conversation between eight people and guiding them through that. It's so hard. But discussion's um, important. In 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 churches over time, they've done this thing of of. Um, scaling back on classes, I mean, they've killed the Sunday school hour, and I'm not a, against that, but they have uh, scaled that back and pushed everybody to connect groups, to home groups, to disciple groups, uh, to get the gospel in the community, to create almost a micro churches. Right. And it, I'll be straight up, it's kind of annoyed me a bit um, because there's an end of it that just isn't being gotten. And mm-hmm. I've, I, ca- I was kind of curious, like, why is culture doing this? Right. And taking out the instructional aspect of it because that's my, that's my bread and butter and my jam and all that. Um, a, a jam I didn't mean as like bread butter and shit. Anyway, uh, that's I mean <laughs> more like that's weird. my jam. Um, bread butter jam. I'm gonna cut that out too. We're gonna no. <laughs> so, uh, but it's starting to kind of come together at this point that there is a massive amount of training in, be, in being able to do church at home that I think is going to be. A beneficial for all of us right so man chan might have got this one 100 percent right chan francis chan francis chan he pushed oh. uh micro churches about five years ago and pushed them hard yeah yeah like decentralized church he pushed that hard about five years ago yeah i think that i think it'll be cool um to see what happened and, and like this verse says mm-hmm you know when when this is happening mm-hmm. from what this for from what i'm interpreting at least you can tell you're you're the smart one but like it seems like there will be a lot of people coming forward with these visions with these dreams and everything and i feel like the real test will be to see like do they line up with each mm-hmm. other yeah um and if they do i mean that's a good sign of like the thing's going down and it's ready to put so, on our boots Part of why people are skeptical about these kinds of things is because when one pastor puts a thing out, um, 
you get other people chiming in who wouldn't have chimed in otherwise. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to question those motives. Right. And a bit of the integrity of a few of the pastors even. Um, right. It's it's easy to do that. And in, in a lot of cases, I think pretty uh, warranted of people they've claimed to have these experiences that just don't match up with scripture. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a one guy who was a, uh, talking about all all the people that claim they've died and gone to heaven or gone to hell, and uh, there was a one person who straight up took one of those books and and and, and dissected it on a scriptural end and said, totally made up. None of this actually pushes close towards anything that could be interpreted scripturally, mm-hmm. uh, and even a few of those have. Um, come back and said like I was pressured by parents to actually do this. I, I can't think of which book that had been, but um talking about the one with the kid. Well there's been multiple ones with the kids, that's the problem. Yeah. So there's a certain amount of skepticism that's based in history. That well it's cool. basically I mean seeing things being unreal. I guess I'm worried about doing the the thing the Pharisees did. Right, um, exactly. Yeah. The, the, it, it, people try and paint them as these just, you know, these horrible people that didn't do anything good. And, and, and that's not true. They actually did a fair amount of speaking out against all kinds of heresies and all kinds of people claiming to be God. Uh, Jesus isn't the um, only person during that time who claimed to be God. They had been uh, guarding that for a long time. The right. problem is that when it came down to actually needing to see God in a place, they had the knee jerk of a person claiming to be God is not God because it hasn't been that for the past 99 times. And um, it's kind of the same thing on these types of dreams. At some point, we need to be okay to say others may have been bad. And now how is this in a fair context. Yeah, and that's why, you know, I say listen and consider it. Like, you yeah. don't, it doesn't mean you have to sell yourself into that thing, but like, right. listen to the person, mm-hmm. um, listen to what they're saying, mm-hmm. and, you know, take it into consideration yeah. on what that would look like. Yep. Um, and it doesn't mean you have to believe it, um, but like, I don't know. It's just it's important to listen. I think and yeah. to not immediately discard something, right? Um, and say like, "Oh, there's no more prophets." Biblically, that doesn't make sense. Just want to go ahead and throw that one out there. Yeah, I mean, and it is. I feel like there is part of that that's rooted in like fear for these people, like mm-hmm. just trying to. They don't want that to happen, and you know, I feel like yeah. that's understandable. That's right. what I like. Right. Inside, if I could choose, right. Whether this would happen or not, I'd say no. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd go with. I wish prosperity gospel it was true. Right? Yeah. You know, I great. could I could act my way into a million dollars. Absolutely, I wish it were true. Yeah, it's not. Um, but <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think just pray, listen, and consider, mm-hmm. and keep your keep your ears and eyes keep open. Keep your wits about you. There you go. In your head. Face Screwed towards on heaven. Tight. Yes. Upwards direction. <laughs> well, uh, 
in a similar kind of a fashion, if you guys ever email us, we also pay attention and listen. Yes. That was sloppy. That was sloppy. Even for me. Oh, uh, in but a similar we, fashion. We, we are interested. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> we <laughs> we are interested in 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 everyone's thoughts on this or any other topic. So if yeah. if there are any questions, any Bible questions, or just anything going on that you want our advice from, God help you. Um, please uh, go ahead and give us an an email by going to thegospelpost.com slash a nobody special, uh, or checking us out on Facebook at. A nobody special podcast or Instagram also at nobody special podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Caleb, wh- where can they find our podcast and how can they share it? Uh, you can find us on wherever you get your podcasts: uh, Apple, Spotify, all of those places. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Most of those places, and you can all but you can, one uh, of those places. Give us five Sorry, stars SoundCloud. and you know comment on oh youtube you know you can share that mm-hmm. and listen and comment we love to hear from you like mm-hmm. you said before and yeah just make yep. sure to give us give us a shout out we don't do a ton of uh, spending money to get our show out there it grows by telling a friend to tell a friend so please we don't do mean... a ton of means we have never done that <laughs> correct did it? i might have done one i don't know I think I threw five bucks in once just to see. But, mm. um, yeah, so please tell a friend. Please tell a- everyone about the show. Give us a share. Give us all that because it helps us out. And this is the thing that both of us are interested in doing. Yeah. Um, also, Caleb and I are both um, moving in the next few weeks. So, man. Grace. Just give us grace. We're probably at least grace. one of those days is going to be a day late or something. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, we're all moving and it's hot outside. And I can't underscore how hot it is outside. Yeah. So. No, really. It's it's hot. It's hot. It's hot. <laughs> so just give us grace for that. And we'll try and keep everyone updated on Facebook. All right. That's going to do it for us today. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm Caleb. And I'm Danny. And we are Nobody, Nobody Special. Special.